You're listening to the Reman Initiative. This is a short form podcast dedicated to calling men back into the kingdom of God. I'm your host, Joe Bailey. I'm a former prodigal son. I've got a 40-year relationship with Jesus that has been filled with moral failure, a lack of character, and a true restoration that only the Son of God could have ever offered. My hope here is that something from my life experience will cause other men to want to rise up and set their feet back towards home. Welcome to the Reman Initiative. Sometimes, in the course of an otherwise normal day, I'll see something that provokes me to thought. Often, the Holy Spirit grabs hold of these provoking thoughts and starts a chain reaction of other thoughts and teaching inside of me. Now, in case you think the idea of a spirit, or in this case, the Holy Spirit, speaking to and teaching us sounds far-fetched or a little too close to the fringes of sanity, I draw your attention to the words of Jesus himself, which is recorded for us in John chapter 14, verse 26. Jesus said this, But the Advocate, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you everything, all things, and will cause you to remember everything I said to you. That word Advocate In the Greek was the word parakletos. And while we do not have an English word that fully encapsulates what that means, think of a a coach, a mentor, a, a, a guide, somebody who has your best interest always at heart and is constantly teaching and pushing and elevating you, trying to make you as successful as you can possibly be, a friend that loves you and sticks closer to you than a brother. That would be the Holy Spirit. And according to Jesus' own teaching here, those of us who are in relationship with him are indwelled by his Holy Spirit, and that this person, Holy Spirit, teaches, instructs, and guides us. While you may or may not have experienced this yourself, or at least not in a way that you understood it was him, this is a very real promise, and the Holy Spirit is a very real and much-needed guide and teacher for those who would follow after Christ. Just recently, I had one of those moments where I saw something, and the Holy Spirit took a hold of it and used it as a teachable moment for me. I've had some time to sit in and absorb that teaching, and now that I have, I thought, I would like to share it with you guys. I saw a meme that said every dead body on Mount Everest was once a highly motivated person. So, maybe calm down a bit. Now, the meme was meant to be funny, but it got me thinking about how many people have died trying to summit Everest. At 29,129 feet, Everest is, by all accounts, the highest mountain in the world. As of this past year, 305 people have died attempting to summit Everest, and there are a little over 200 bodies that are on that mountain still today. Climbers often walk past these bodies as they themselves attempt to reach the summit. 
Can you imagine the sobering of that moment as you're climbing to see a would-be fellow climber frozen and dead on the way? One of those famous dead is a man by the name of George Mallory, who when asked why he even wanted to climb Everest, said, because it's there. Years ago, as I was trying to deal with my personal baggage that in my past was left undealt with, and was so large a part of the destruction and the sorrows that are a part of my story, I had a mentor that told me that I needed to pick the hill I was willing to die on. I was a very fragmented man. Like other men, I wanted success. I wanted acknowledgement, validation, acceptance. I needed to be right. I hated rejection, and I despised failure, seeing it as an overarching narrative of who I was as a man and as a person. I was drifting and climbing any hill that I thought might bring the glory I desired. There was a hole in my heart and soul, and I was willing to risk it all to fill it. In my past, I have some I did a lot of hills. And while I have lived to tell of those journeys, I had no idea at the time what would die on the sides of those mountains that I felt I needed to conquer. Marriages, relationships, fortunes lost, and deep wounds inflicted upon myself and others, even though some of those wounds have been recovered from now. They left scars and limps that are still a constant reminder of those days. I'm not sure I would have listened, even if I were told plainly by my mentors. But there is a part of me that wishes I had known about the deaths that each of those mountains I faced and traversed would demand as payment for my trespass. Jesus famously asks the question, which has been recorded for us in Mark chapter 8, verse 36. For what benefit is it for a person to gain the whole world and yet forfeit his life? You see, the wisdom that my mentor wanted me to see when he challenged me to pick the hill I was willing to die on was the wisdom that calls a man to live in, to invest himself into something truly worthy. To make sure that what a man gives himself to goes way beyond himself and creates an environment that makes the world a much better place for others to live in. God doesn't ask us to not risk or to not climb or to forego adventure. He calls us to give ourselves to a mission and a kingdom that matters, not just for us, not just for today but for all eternity. He calls us to follow the ultimate example of Jesus, who himself picked the hill he was willing to die on. Die he did, for the sins of fallen humanity, suffering in ways that our minds may never fully understand. In the Garden of Gethsemane, when Jesus stared that hill in the face, knowing full well what the cost would be, sweating drops of blood from the sheer anguish that the thought of his torture induced, picked himself up and boldly walked towards that hill for us. He died on that hill 
But unlike the bodies that are left on Everest, his body is not there. Because three days later, he arose, having paid the full price for the curse of humanity and securing pardon and eternity with God for those who are willing to accept him as king and follow him. Being highly motivated to climb doesn't matter if the hill you are choosing to climb is the wrong hill. You can invest the days of your life climbing hills for your glory in an effort to fill that huge hole in your soul, or you can invest those days climbing the mountain that God has chosen for us. Be a part of blazing trails for others to come and know the truth of who Jesus is and why his work here, his death, burial, and resurrection matter. And in so doing, find the very fulfillment that your soul desired. In the end, we all die, but only a few ever truly live for something that was worth dying for. As God's chosen people were facing the fight and the journey to the land that God promised them, his servant Moses spoke these words to them. And you can find them in Deuteronomy 30, verse 19. Today, I have given you the choice between life and death, between blessings and curses. Now I call on heaven and earth to witness the choice that you make. Oh, that you would choose life so that you and your descendants might live. Pick your hill, boys, and choose wisely so that you and those that come after you may truly live. I hope that today provoked some thoughts for you. And I pray that the Holy Spirit seizes upon those thoughts and uses them to teach you and carry you deeper into a relationship with Jesus. If you are unsure of where you stand with Jesus, I would encourage you to take a moment and simply confess to him your need for him and your desire to give him your allegiance and your heart. Our King, He stands ready and willing to give you the pardon and the eternal life that He purchased for us on the hill that He picked to die on. Until next week, may the Lord bless you and protect you. May the Lord smile on you and be gracious to you. And may the Lord show you His favor and give you His peace. God bless, guys. You've been listening to the Reman Initiative. For more information, check out our website at www.experiencereman.com. There's a contact page there. Why don't you take some time to drop me a note and let me know what you thought of today's show. Or maybe you've got a question you'd like for me to dive into in a future episode. Let me know about that. Hey, if you like what we're doing here, why don't you give us a five-star review on Apple iTunes? It'll help us reach other men with what is intended to be a lifeline and a message of hope. Until next week, have a great day, guys. God bless.